Hello, you dirty, filthy whore bags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's a girl, Queen Ash, with another episode of Table Talk. Today, we do have a special guest. I'm going to stop and let him introduce himself for himself. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Murdoch, straight out of New York, you know, here. Talk some shit with my homegirl. <laughs> and if they want to follow you, how can they follow you on Instagram? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My personal page is Sir Murdoch, S-I-R-M-U-R-D-O-C-K underscore. Or you can follow my business page, Murdoch, Auto Collision. Yes, sir. So you can find me. Bad. Always on the gram. Always on the gram. So for today's Table Talk, we are just going to get to know Murdoch a little bit more. So first and foremost, let's talk about your little business. So how did this business come about and what kind of geared you towards opening your own business? So my business, which is I deal with cars, fixed cars. I've always been into cars. From like Ever since Fast and the Furious came out, I always loved cars, collecting cars, fixing them up, you know, hooking them up. And I always wanted to be a mechanic, but I kind of got discouraged at first because I'm like, I ain't going to be a just another old, dirty mechanic. Oh, let me fix your car. Oh, you know, all change. Right. So I kind of fell back and I was doing different careers, like working at a hospital and I was pursuing, you know, like the medical field for a little bit. But people who knew me for cars would still constantly hit me up like, hey, can you give me some pointers? My car is messed up. And I kept referring them to different people. And one day I referred one of my coworkers to my boy who got a shop and I seen how much it costs to repair these cars. That shit was like. 6000 9000 I said, nah, I'm losing a right. lot of money. Mm-hmm. So All that bread. I'd rather just be the home for everybody who knows me. And there's nothing better than knowing somebody that's in a certain type of field. So right. I get a lot of pleasure from helping people, um, knowing I can save people some dollars, and just knowing that I can work some magic. You know what I'm saying? Um, not everybody wakes up in the morning and expects for an uh, accident to happen, but it's nice when you know somebody who can finesse the situation and turn into a blessing, you know? It's like you knowing your own doctor, your own lawyer, somebody who knows all the ins and outs. So that's where I'm at now. That's what's up. How long have you been in business? I've been doing this for going on three years. It's been three three years years now. Okay. And how's your clientele so far? Oh, man, it's it's amazing. It's it's going bananas right now. And I thank God to social media, Instagram. Like, if I knew Instagram was a cash cow... Five, ten years ago, I would have been on it way before. And it's like, I feel bad because I used to always kind of clown people that I see that got their business information in their bio or they always promoting some shit on the gram. And I see why this shit is like a cash cow. And for me, it's a little bit more more in need than maybe somebody who bakes cakes or make soap. It's just because it's like everybody drives. Everybody right. has a car. So whether or not people want to support is like, they just end up having no choice, and they'd rather go with a familiar face. So every day my clientele is growing. Um, strangers, strangers support. Heavy. Heavy. Like, strangers will support you more than people you know. Dead ass, and that's so, the sad part. So I don't even get too emotional when I see family and friends ain't really promote me because strangers hit me up on the gram all the time, all the time. So Instagram is, is where it's at, you know. My, my hotline be blinging. You know, <laughs> it was just blinging. Literally, it was just blinging. While you want vacate in good old South Florida, you still making them money moves. You still making that money talk. But 
I know you said that it's been three years and you've always been into cars, but you, you know, really didn't take that passion seriously until three years ago. But has your life always been structured in a way that you knew exactly what you wanted? Um, I feel like growing up as a kid, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. When I became a teenager, I was kind of into, you know, regular city and state jobs, like, you know, like traditional male jobs, right. like a police officer, firefighter. And I never pursued that heavy because I felt like I didn't have the have the like the right credentials to do it. And to be honest, I'm still taking those tests. Like I just took firefighter the other day. I took correctional just because you never know. Right. But um, as of right now, it's like I know exactly what I want to do. I know what I'm geared geared towards, and I'm definitely trying to be in uh, um field where it's hands on. I can't see myself working behind a desk or. Pushing pens. Not saying there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I'm too just I'm too manly you know. for that shit. Yeah. Too, <laughs> too manly for that shit. Too manly for that shit. Okay, I need that label. I need that work. I need that work put in. I need that blood, sweat, and yeah. tears. And so you're here in Florida. You came down here on business. So mm-hmm. do you bounce back often between New York and down here? Um yeah. I have family and friends in Florida and what made me really start looking down here is um one of my homegirls got into a little collision down here, and my boy actually just opened up a body shop in Miami. So I plugged them up. She got her car fixed, and I, you know, I want to cry. You know, like I kind of want to grow my business down here, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to at least coming down here every other month, every couple months, multiple times throughout the year, and just growing. You know, make your money. Florida is very beautiful. Um, I'm obsessed with New York, just off the strength that it's like a big networking nest. Mm-hmm. It's a little too fast-paced, but Florida I hear that is, a lot. Yeah, Florida is just beautiful, man. I feel like Florida is the best of both worlds. You get the crowd that you need without the crowd. Yeah. Without the big crowd. So, I know you said Florida. Is there any other places that you want to expand your business to in the near future? Um, To be honest, I can't do, like, no wax cities. it got to be a popping <laughs> city. Aside from business, What's your I feel definition like, of whack city, though? I can't be no Ohio or no Mississippi <laughs> or no, um, you know, Delaware. Got to be like either Atlanta or or Cali. Mm-hmm. I heard Texas is popping. Texas is popping. Yeah, Houston or Dallas, whatever. So you know, fun cities. Fun Toronto, cities. Toronto, and Canada. I know that's another country. I heard about Toronto. I heard about Toronto. His vibes out there. You been there? It's, yep. I went there for Carabana um, last summer, and it's definitely underrated. Underrated in a good way or a bad way? A good way. Like, it's, it's very popping. It's very popping, and it's a beautiful city. I've always wanted to go. It's very beautiful. I've always wanted to go. Okay. So besides business, what is another thing that is dear to your heart? Besides your business, it's family. I'm real big on family right now. You know, my family looks at me as like that provider, that that strong figure, and I'm mm-hmm. just big on family, making making sure everybody's happy. I feel like that's how my father was. That's how my grandfather was. That's how a lot of the men in my family was. Like whether they did it legally or illegally, <laughs> people just looked at them as like, yo, you gotta, yeah, you got us. And just on spiritual support at that, you know, I'm big on family. That's good. And I know you're a father. You're a father of two beautiful boys. Yeah. How has fatherhood changed you personally? 
Um, it changed me, just humbled me a little bit. I'm not as reckless. Um, I just think about family 10 times more before I was like, I could do me, come and go as I please. But right. now I have to I have two little macho men that, you know, I got to pretty much like account for. So I got to make sure they're good. They make sure I'm good. And I just got to just think for people, you know what I'm saying? Can't can't just think for myself, you know? And it's fun, you know, it's 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 fun. It is expensive, but it's also fun, you know. It's <laughs> it's fun for me, you know. You said expensive. Yeah. It's expensive having kids. I mean, I don't have kids myself, but I have God kids and I know I know how that, that work as far as expenses go because they want it, they got it. Like yeah. there's no ifs, ands and buts about it. But besides career, besides family, what about your love life? Are you talking to somebody? Are you trying to talk to somebody? Like, are you just vibing right now? Just playing everything by ear? Like, let the people know about you. Um, right now, I'm newly single. Um, I just got out of a you know, relationship. Um, and I was cool, but I guess, you know, all good things have to come to an end at some point. So right now, I'm just, like, focused on myself, just trying to get my shit right. I do text people here and there, but, you know, it's nothing really, like... Um, nothing you know, with substance. Nothing crazy. Um, you know, I don't really like being single, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm a sucker for love, so, you know... That that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm, I'm trying to get back that to. Um, I feel like I have so much love to give that it's like if I'm single, it's just boring. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not the same as having a significant other being able to do those things with. Yeah. Okay. You know, being single is like you can't really depend on people. Everybody's out for self. Like, you could fuck somebody today and tomorrow they act like they don't know you. They don't mm-hmm. gotta text you back. They don't gotta make sure you're all right. You could right. be in the hospital on your deathbed and they could not give a fuck. Versus when you got your own, they make sure your ass is good. If they don't hear from you for for um twenty four hours, you better make sure you was Hello? locked up on a hot. Cause you getting fucked. You up. hear that? <laughs> fucked up on sight. You hear me? Yeah. If I don't hear from fucked you, fucked up, up on sight. Fucked up on site. So you were just in New York. How is the coronavirus up there compared to down here? Because oh, I know man. down here we don't. There's, yeah. It's going crazy up there. It's a lot of scares. A lot of scares in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Like that whole tri-state is going crazy up there. Um, people are definitely scared. Um, um, it's it's crazy, man. Right now everybody's on quarantine. A lot of schools, a lot of jobs are shut down. A lot of places. A lot of people ain't getting paid right now. People who are almost being forced to stay home, um, and like even coming down here when I was on the, when when I was on the plane, everybody was suited up with masks and gloves and just taking, um, you know, like just certain yeah, you know, certain like precautions. And coming down here to Florida, it's a lot less tense than New York right now. New York people are going crazy, very nervous. I feel like we're nervous too down yeah. here, but it's just like we just know life goes on. You feel mm-hmm. me? So it's nothing. To just like internalize, like we know that life goes on, so it's like I'm not gonna keep myself at home all day. Yeah. If I live by the beach, I mean, granted, that doesn't make the situation any better, but at the same time, I feel like New York is very high pace, yeah. so you can't be in social gatherings in exactly. New York. Like you can't, you can't be in Times Square, you can't be in those places because those are large populated areas. Yeah. Whereas down here, it's like the most. People that you would probably see is on the beach, but they close the beach. Yeah, they close all that shit down. All of it. The restaurants, all of that. Bitch is out of work. Until to be honest, I, yeah, I feel April. bad for, like, people that are, like, freelancers. Um, 
They might bartending, painters, Me. club people that do club promoting, Me. DJs. It's, it's, I'm out of work. People that work out of commission, yes. Me. <laughs> me, me, me. Me. Listen, this coronavirus is, is taking all my coins, all my coins away from me. And I'm ready for this bitch to go away because she's fucking with my bread. She's fucking with my bread. But, I mean, I personally feel like with this virus, it's like you got to take it with a grain of salt. You got to take it with a grain of salt. Yes, you're supposed to take precautions. And, yes, you got to do your part. But you can't freak yourself out. And I feel like a lot of places in a lot of different states, people are freaking themselves out because of the news. If you turn on to the news, news is going to give you stats like every so often. And these stats are going to continuously freak you out. And it's going to keep making you feel like, damn, I got to stay home. I got to do this. I got to do that. But it's like life still goes on. Like you still got shit that you have to handle. So you have to make sure that you dot your I's and you cross your T's. Like, my mom, my mom stays with the latest update on the news. And I tell her all the time, I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Because ultimately speaking, if you honestly think about it, if you put all the news channels side by side, they're going to give you different information. Why? Yeah. Because the news outlet, they want to be the first one. They yeah. want to be the first one to break a story. They want to be the first one to... And I feel like for me, is like, I just want to know the truth. I don't know if it's really... As severe, because I heard some people saying Dead it's ass. not even as bad as the flu, but the media is blowing this shit up. So Dead I just want to know what's the truth. Is it just the media? Like even Donald Trump, he got on one of those guys in the media because he was trying to exaggerate. And I guess Donald Trump is trying to say like, oh, it's not that bad. And I just want to know the truth. If it's something that's deadass trying to wipe us out, I would take certain precautions. But if it's something that's going to blow over and we're going to be able to get back to our you know, like regular lives... I'm hoping for that, you know. But I feel like regardless, we we won't we won't ever get that answer. Why? Because mm. we have Donnie. Donnie don't give a fuck. Mm. Like he don't care to the extra mile to actually get concrete information for us. It's like whatever he hears is what He's goes. Wrong with it, yeah. Like he tweeted, I want to say probably like a week ago, saying that all of this is fake news and all of this shit or whatever the case is. And then a couple of days ago, he was like, I've been taking this virus seriously from the start. But it's like, you yeah, tweet every day. He's you tweet every single day. So we see you in your lives, but you're just you're just dumb that you just, you just make up all of these stories in the back of your head and then you have all these news outlets co-signing with you. And then on top of that, there's a lot of phobias now coming aligned with Chinese and... Japan <laughs> calling it the Chinese virus. Chinese virus. <laughs> like, like this that is the type. Is this is the type of energy that you're bringing out. And I tell this all the time to my friends. <laughs> like, if these third world countries turn he's on the TV, crazy. he's cuckoo for he's fucking crazy. cocoa puffs. He is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Like, I'm in disbelief <laughs> that this is our fucking president. Okay, yeah. he don't care what comes out his fucking mouth. Somebody asked him at a at a press conference, "Why do you call it the Chinese virus?" Oh, because it started in China. Yeah. No, sweetie, it was in America since November of last year. Oh wow. November of last year, it was here. No precautions was taken. Nothing. China shut all that shit down. Yeah. For fifty days, and they sanitized up and down, up and down, up and down. You've been letting this shit carry on and carry on and carry on and carry on. And then there's a whole bunch of CEOs that stepped down from their positions. Yeah, I heard about that. They stepped down. There's people that is taking their money out of stock. 
I so it's like is, all that shit is money related. People money, ain't trying to take no hello. Loan. It's like a little mini mini recession that's about to go it, down. It's it's going down. Yeah, it's not about recession. to. It's 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 going down for all these CEOs. All within the span of a week or so to just either re reassign themselves, reneged, went ghost, took their money out, went somewhere else. Bill Gates stepped down from Microsoft. It's like. It's more to it. Like it's, it's it's definitely more to it. And I feel like right now the news is in control of the narrative. So it's like people are not doing the extra mile to find out more information. It's just like wash your hands. Word. But what else? You want me to wash my hand and not be around no more than ten people, but what else? And you know what it is? I feel like like you said, they haven't taken this serious because um I feel like now they're now they're studying the virus. So now when we're asking questions like how do we kill a virus, how do we treat it, how do we avoid it, nobody really has um, prime answers. Nobody has facts because Nothing. they're still doing tests. They're mm-hmm. still trying to see what it's about. So we may not – I feel like things are going to die down, but I don't – I feel like until next year, we're not going to know the root and how to avoid it, what it's made of, and how to just fight it. You know, We don't know. We don't know. Apparently, China is about to come out with a vaccine within a few weeks or so. And so because they're coming out with a vaccine, the U.S. is trying to also come out with a vaccine so that they could beat China so that U.S. can kind of make the money. Yeah, market off. So it's like it's a competition now. It's like who's going to get the virus? Who's going to get the vaccine first? But it's like, even with the vaccine, I wouldn't want to trust the vaccine because everything is still up in the air. There's no concrete nothing exactly so i wouldn't even want to take the the vaccine and how do i know for sure it's a vaccine how do i know it's really going to help me help myself exactly there's these small i i also seen on twitter the other day that there's like this up-and-coming company that has at-home kits for 135 dollars 135 dollars it does not guarantee that you'll get test results Mm, and it does not guarantee that you'll get the test results back in time for you wow. to know what you know. But you want me to cop up $135 that wow. I don't even have because I'm not working. Wow. Wow. Everything is money rooted. Everything yeah. is money rooted. That's why it's like a part of me don't believe that this virus is as intense as it is only because it's not making sense. It's not making sense. All these celebrities are getting tested without any symptoms. And they and, got it. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and got they got it. it. They got it. Wow. And they got it. They're getting tested. But you have normal, regular people day in and day out that can't even go to the hospital and get tested because... That shit makes absolutely no sense. No sense at all. I just want, I feel like we, we need this wake-up call just to take life and shit more serious and be more protective of ourselves. Definitely. But we need this on a lesson, but this shit needs to hurry up and get over it because we got shit we got to do. Kids not in school, people not working. You know, it's my little brother is not in school until he don't go. I had to go pick up his laptop from his middle school yesterday. I was in. I was literally there for four hours, four hours waiting in line. People were bitching and complaining. Oh, this is taking too long. And I'm like, y'all don't have to be here. Like, Word. y'all don't have to be here. Like, the school don't even have to give out these laptops for these kids to still do what they need to do. Word. You rather you you'll stay in line. You'll stay in line to get your hair done. You'll stay in line to get Jordans. You'll do this, but you won't stay in line to get a laptop for your child so that your child can do what they need to do. Word. 
like make it make sense. But it took us four hours to finally get a laptop. And then when we finally got the laptop, you know, they disinfect everything and stuff like that. They had me sign off on it. And he will be out of school until April 17th. And even still, it's it's still up in the air. Wow. And then my sister, she's at FAMU. They cancel classes, so all of her classes are online. She told me that the people that left for spring break, they're not allowed to come back. So they have huh. to stay wherever they're at wow. and take their online classes there. And she's on campus, and she's Gucci, she's Gucci because she's on campus. But it's, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot that is going on, and no answers are really being given. For real. No answers are really being given. Everything is up in the air. Everything is assumptions. Everything is people basically trying to put two and two to create their own four, but the well, government. So my my question for you, I know you, I know you, the one that's doing the asking, but I want to okay. ask you, what's your plans and your goals for when all this shit blow over? Like, what you trying to get into after this? What I'm trying to get into. Oh, you put me on the spot, murder. How you know I was ready for the question? Okay. Truth be told, like, I feel like this is really kind of waking me up as far as like time waits on nobody. Especially because you hear every single day there's something else coming up, there's something else, there's something else, there's something else. So for me, I really, really just want to make sure that I put my business on the map as soon as possible. Like, I got inventory, I got stuff coming, but everything is kind of on hiatus right now because of everything that's going on. And it really bothers me. What's up with your business? What you got going on with your business? My business. It's called Bell Fum Glam House. Bell Fum means beautiful woman and Creole. That. I hear that. You feel me? Gotta pay tribute to where I'm from. Mapule. You mm-hmm. feel me? But I originally wanted to launch it next month. But because my product and my inventory is now on hiatus because you know they don't want people to buy products from China and that sort of thing. So it's like now I'm on the back burner. Now, yeah. all my stuff is kind of on pause, which is not a bad thing because God's timing is better than anybody else's timing. So, I feel like it's just forcing me to kind of really put another launch date down pat and kind of hold myself accountable to it. But also, that doesn't work in my favor, too, because a bitch ain't working. So, it's like, I know what I want to do. I know what I'm trying to do. I know what I'm trying to get into. But it's like, there's only so much that I could do if there's no income coming in. For real, man. And I think, thank God for people who have great support systems. You know, right now, the people that's really suffering is people that don't have support systems. Right. And they do everything on their own. You know, people that work off commission. Um, one thing I'm not feeling about the U.S. is I don't feel like they're moving strongly to make shit happen. I was watching a video today. And it was a commissioner and a mayor, and they got it. It was actually in Florida too, and they got into it because the mayor could have paused all bills, like niggas are still cutting off electricity. They could be um, pausing on people who gotta pay debt to their sky, um, to the student loans, and it's like they're still trying to tax us. They're still giving out parking tickets. And I feel like if this is very if this, if this is something that's serious, everything should be put on pause. Hell yeah. Everything. Hell yeah. Stop trying to put people in more debt than they already are in. You know, they claim, oh, they're gonna give us a thousand dollars, that's like a dairy. No, all this all this shit should already be in effect. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Because this shit is no joke. Not everybody has rainy I mean, people should have you know, like rainy day funds, but not everybody has it where they got 
five grand saved up, ten grand saved up, you know, like twenty grand saved up, but the people that are living paycheck to paycheck are, are gonna get fucked up, you know. I don't know what type of grievance they're gonna be doing after this where people are not really gonna be hurt, you know. They definitely I heard in I heard in Italy they're they're pausing mortgages they, and all that hot okay. shit. Okay, in Italy I wanna move to Italy at this point, you know, after all of this epidemic is done and over with. Because in Italy there's no mortgage, water is free, rent is free. Your utilities is good to go. You don't have anything to worry about when it comes to that. And then, of course, you have universal health care in other places as well. It's like when it comes to the U.S., although we're supposed to be the number one country in the world, we're supposed to be this, we're supposed to be that, truth be told, like, we're not. Like, when it comes to being human, when it, when it comes to having compassion and looking out for one another, we're behind because everything is about money. Yeah, all about Everything money. is about money. Like, it's about keeping the rich rich for and real. keeping the poor poor. It's not even about like, okay, let me put my tax bracket aside to just look out for the next person just because they're a person. Word. It's like, nah, I don't, I don't think I want to look out for them because if I look out for them, then that's coming out of my pocket. And that's what, and that's what kills me is that these people are already filthy rich, and they act like giving back to the community is going to hurt them. I Bruh, feel like they could give back ten times and still, over and, and still, still be got, filthy listen, rich. Listen, still have it, still have it ten times over, still have it ten times over. And it's like I was talking to my homegirl about that today, actually, that as a whole America, we don't we don't care about each other. We don't yeah. care about each other outside of the tax bracket. Like there's there's no care. Even when it came down to people trying to get toiletry and people trying to go to the supermarket and stuff like that and get what they need to get to, everybody is selfish. Everybody is in the I standpoint. It's not about we. It's not about making sure, okay, I know I have three kids at home. Let me make sure I get just enough for me and my three kids. Yeah, people just trying in case. to buy shit Correct. Up, yeah. Correct. And it's like that's why we're going to always be behind because as a whole, we're not on the same page. As a whole, we're not looking out for each other. We're just looking out for ourselves. So if you got the poor looking out for themselves and you got the rich looking out for themselves, then who's looking out for each other? You ain't got nobody. For real. And it's like, what is the government doing? Instead of trying to scare people to stay in their house, give people a reason to stay in their house. They should be sending out care packages to each home, each home. Should be graced with toiletries so that people don't got to go out and fight for that shit. You know Listen. what I'm saying? But even still, even if they would, I ain't even going to lie to you. Even if they would go door to door and give out care packages, I wouldn't even want to trust it. Or you wouldn't want to exactly want to trust it. You I wouldn't want to trust it. Because you don't know what they give you. Correct. I wouldn't even want to trust it. Because nowadays you can't trust the government. And that's sad that we can't even trust our own government because it's like everybody that's in office right now is sketchy as fuck. You don't know what to believe, man. Like with these vaccines, you know, you know, I hear people talking about chips. They trying to put chips in niggas Hell or yeah. trying to kill us because the world's already overpopulated. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm shook myself. You know, it's a lot. It's and it a seems, lot. it seems like all these movies that we watch mm-hmm. with virus break and mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, wow, is this really what it is? Like, have we been warned this whole entire time? This whole entire time, and we're still trying to figure it out. Crazy man, it's sad. It's sad. But enough of this shit. Let's talk about what you be doing. You say you be bartending. I be bartending. How's that? How's that bartending life? I enjoy bartending. 
I really do. And I think I enjoy it more because I meet so many different type of people. Mm. And I could hold conversations with all of these people and pick their brains and have them pick my brain. Because conversations are very important. There's exactly. a lot of people that don't understand the benefits of having conversations. Word. So for me, it's like I know the power in my tongue and I know how important conversations are. And sometimes, truthfully, people do go out because they don't they don't they don't have nowhere else to go to. They don't have nobody else that will actually hear them out. They don't have nobody else that will actually ask them how your day was or how you doing. I have regulars um, at the club that I work at work at Escape. We're shut down until April. The first week of April, supposedly, but you know who knows if that is going to be extended. But I have my regulars, and my regulars will literally not go to anybody else besides me. Why? Because I ask about them. I ask them how their day was. I ask them how their week was. You know, I remember certain things that they tell me, like, "Oh, it, how was your daughter's birthday?" or Word. "How was how was your weekend with your family?" Yeah. Like, and I think also with me bartending allows me to just kind of. Add the cherry on the top with me trying to do my podcast, with me trying to be a business owner and stuff like that. I just genuinely enjoy talking to people. Yeah. I just genuinely enjoy hearing people's perspective, hearing what people go through and stuff like that. Because there's a lot of people that go through shit and they internalize it. Yeah. And then the people around them don't help them when they're internalizing it because they beat them down while they're still already yeah, down. Yeah, so you're like that outlet, you know, after a hard... Work week, you know, people look forward to going out, grabbing a drink, and bam, you're right bam. there. Bam, Queen all, Sandra's fix, here. Fix all their troubles. All your troubles with your Patron Margarita. Patron Margarita. Patron I ain't gonna lie, I'm just Margarita. My Patron Margarita be hitting. So Ask about Florida, me. Florida, would you recommend anybody to move down here? Are you trying to relocate? Like, how you feel about Florida? How you feel about other states? Like, so what's crazy is this is my third time coming back. So I originally left, went to college. This was in 2012. Moved to Tampa. Wow. So then I moved to Tampa. After I graduated, I moved to Charlotte. Stayed in Charlotte. I'm sorry. They, whoever's from Tampa is so lucky because they just got Tom Brady. They, You know who Tom Brady is? I do. That, yes, yeah, okay, I know who Tom okay. Brady is. Y'all, y'all, even though you're not from Tampa... You're fucking lucky. You're from Florida. <laughs> I got a popping ass quarterback. A popping ass quarterback. He's like the Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan of, of football. football. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers. But I went to Charlotte, left Charlotte, came down here, left here, went back up to Charlotte, and now I'm back. I mean, it's not that I don't like Florida. It's just that I know Florida too too well that I just want something else. Like, I just want something new. I mean, I could always go back to Charlotte, but I feel like my time in Charlotte has passed. The only thing that I have left in Charlotte is, of course, the people that I fuck with. But where my heart lies, I want to move to L.A. Like, I really, truly, truly want to move to L.A. I went to L.A. for my birthday a few years ago, yeah. and I went up there with my best friend, Leslie. Shout out to you, bitch. But I went up there, and I fell in love. Yeah, fell in love. Fell in love. But I don't know. I, I know... I know Florida is not it for me because I just have too much to offer that I know that I can't reach everybody the way that I want to reach them if I stay in Florida. For real. And I see what I, what I see, like, you know, like what I've, what I've gathered is that Florida is a big ass state. Don't get it twisted. You could be on one part of Florida and the other part of Florida is like 15 hours away. Hell yeah. But I see like South Florida is very small. 
it's not that big as people might seem. Because if you're from like Miami or you know like Hollywood, for a lot of them, those are times that I know. I'm sure it's more, but it seems like people just kind of stay in this little vicinity mm-hmm. and go up and down the 95. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, Nobody wants to be locked into a little cubicle, you know, people want to venture out. As for me, I live in New York. Um, a lot of people from New York kind of leave when times get rough. They don't got nothing going on. They either come down South Florida, Atlanta, North Carolina, Virginia. They come down South to start over. As for me, I always get asked, hey, would you leave New York? To be honest right now, no, because I'm trying to, I feel like I just got my feet wet. And they say in New York, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. anywhere. Yep. And I feel like I'm trying to make it there get solidified and then I'll start, you know, trying to probably get a house down here or something like that. So I'm just legit trying to make it work because you're if doing you, if you got the cheat codes in New York, oh man, like it's still God is God is just so good. So I'm just but I do like to travel. I recently started getting to traveling last year. Me too. I was not big on traveling. I was a local little nigga. Uh-huh. You know not but playing the world a block, is so but, beautiful yeah, though. Yeah, for real. There's so much out there. I went to St. Thomas in December, I have to go again. I have to go back. But just traveling in general, you just see just the different type of people. And you see just how beautiful there's other places are that you wouldn't have never noticed if you would have just stayed your ass home. For real. There's a lot of people that literally are like 60, 70 years old and all they know is where they at. Where they and I don't ever want to be that person. Like yeah, You don't want to wait till it's too late. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to Vegas in June. Nice. But the ticket, but the flight. Okay. That flight was twenty dollars. You hear me, murder? <laughs> twenty dollars. And them twenty dollar flights. Jeez. Hell yeah, boy. Boy. Hell <laughs> yeah, boy. It was twenty dollars. But and I also want to go to New Orleans. I want to go to Jamaica. Like there's so many places blah, that blah, I. Blah. <laughs> well, you know the vibes. My big yard, my yo. Jamaica is one of the best islands. I want to go to Jamaica. Like, I just want to travel. Like, like you said, I need to get my passport. I need to put that on my bucket list. That's definitely... Oh, playing games. I just listen, got my shit last year. Listen, listen, Linda. We already, we already <laughs> had a conversation. And you already chewed my ass once about me not having my passport. But that's definitely on the to-do list once the biz start working again. You know. You know, you never know. Like, you never know. But I'm all about just growing and learning and experiencing what life has to offer. You yeah. can't keep yourself in a box if you're really trying to see what you need to see. For real. For real, for real. As for me, I've been to Barbados, Jamaica, Canada. And that's just if not. I've been all over. Not all over the U.S., but up and down the East Coast. And I'm just trying to expand. Um, it's not that I was small-minded as for traveling. I just felt like I had different hobbies. Like I told you, I was always into cars. So that's where my money went. I'll save up my money. And get these little cars, fix them up, make it look nice, flip it, do it again. And I used to mess with motorcycles. And I'm just like, listen, I'm too old to be playing with these cars. Like, you got to see the world, nigga. You got to see, you got to see the world, nigga. <laughs> that's that's a big move. You got to see the world, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this hookah hitting. I'm sorry, I ain't always hitting like that. Listen, pulling. Okay, this you got to see the world, hitting. nigga. So we gonna make we gonna make a pack right now. Mm-hmm. That by the end of the year, because we in what? We in March. So by the end of the year, we both have to. I don't even to... know what month we in with all this shit going on. <laughs> I don't know what you know day I had, it is. You know I had to pause. I had to pause. I don't know what day it is. I don't even I don't know, know what, what day it is. <laughs> Gee, shit. I stopped keeping track of the days. 
That's niggas, sad. Niggas, niggas are saying right now the weekends, the weekdays is the same thing. It's the same thing because you're in quarantine. Like you wake up, it just feels like Sunday all over again. You wake up, you feel like it's Sunday all over again because there ain't shit else to do. But we got to make a pact and we got to at least travel to three other places by the end of the year. And okay. I think that's definitely doable. It's like three, six, nine, three, six, nine, twelve. Right. So we already missed first quarter. So that's why we got three. So we got three places that we both got to go to. So I'm going to hold you accountable. Yep. And you got to hold me accountable. I'm with the shits. I'm with the shits too. So you already know for a fact I'm going to Vegas. So that's that's in June. So where you going? Next up, you know I got to show love to Jamaica. That's where it's set out to go to Jamaica Carnival. But they shut that shit down. That shit is next month. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Hopefully I'll be there by like May or May or June. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna aim we're gonna give you till June. So we're gonna give June for you to go to Jamaica, and I'm going to Vegas in June. And we're going to touch back bases. You feel me? Sounds doable, girl. Because guess what? Pinky Nigga, promise. we got a pink, pinky. Pinky. pinky, pinky. Okay, okay. <gasps> we did the pinky. Okay. So it's locked and loaded. It's locked and loaded. I'm going to hold you accountable for Jamaica by June. And you're going to hold me accountable for Vegas by June. Facts. Because all we can do is be people of our word. That's, that's, that's it. That's my biggest thing. Word is fine. I don't bond. care if you rich, poor. I don't care what you got. I live for my word. Hell I'm not yeah. perfect, but I just try to be a man. It makes me feel good just being a man of my word, you know. Being a man of his motherfucking word. Like even this podcast, we was talking about it. You say he's working on a podcast. I'm gonna have to come through and slide up on that because we and be here having, we are. We be having some dope ass combos and we be dropping gems. So we gotta lay it down on the track. Lay it down. Lay it down. Listen, Murdoch, you giving me punchlines after punchlines after punchlines on this damn episode. Come on, girl. Listen. We doing it. We doing it. Is there anything else that you would like to tell listeners about yourself before we wrap this good old thing up? My man Murdoch, cool dude. Cool. Businessman, hit me up. Businessman. You know. For all your. Any questions, anything. All your needs. You know, holla at me. Sir Murdoch. The Instagram is Sir Murdoch underscore. The business page is Murdoch Auto Collision. I'm always here just for questions, you know. First two questions is free. After that, you got to pay. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah. First two questions is free. After that, you got to cut my dog a check. And P, that's it. And if you have not already, check out our following episodes below. And until next time, you guys, please stay safe. Don't let this virus kill you. Okay? Wash your hands. Dot your eyes. Cross your T's. Live your best life. Take this time to do some soul searching. Figure out what you want to do with your life. Figure out what you want to do with yourself. If you're the type of person that you always on the go, use this time to kind of put yourself on pause. Give yourself a reset button. Go back on the drawing board. Because there's never and there's never a certain amount of time that you can give yourself a reset button. So until next time, you dirty, filthy, poor bags. Hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah. Deuces.